At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen. Time for another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live just outside of Chicago here in Des Plaines, Illinois at the Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And man, it's one of the most hectic weeks of the spring. Well, actually, the most hectic week of the spring because, well, we got opening day tomorrow. We've got the Masters. And, of, of course, well, we still got hockey. We still got basketball. We got the postseason around the corner. So we'll be touching it all on today's show throughout the next 60 minutes. I'll begin with giving my Major League Baseball futures plays that I've delved into before the season starts. Afterward, we'll be joined by host of the Detroit City cast, our guy, one of the most uh, I guess you could say enthusiastic guest we have of the show, and that is Dan Leach, always bringing the energy and great content. We'll talk about the Pistons matchup tonight against the Mavericks. We've got a Red Wings game to preview, and he's got some Masters bets that I know he's got plenty of coverage ready to dish out. And speaking of the Masters, how about co-host of the Long Shots here on VEASAN, Wes Reynolds. He has got so much to go over for the Masters, just talking about Augusta, looking at the weather conditions, matchups, top 20, top 10s, all those good things we'll be hitting on with Re uh, Wes Reynolds in 30 minutes. And then at the end of the show, same thing as always, we've got Danny's Dimes. i got a couple plays tonight, one in hockey and one in basketball with a prop. And then I'll be throwing out some of my Masters picks. So a lot of Masters coverage tonight. Very much so looking forward to it throughout the remainder of the week. Like I said, let's begin with some MLB, though. I know I've been kind of uh, procrastinating here, waiting to give out some of my plays, but I have been incrementally looking deeper and deeper into it, and I've narrowed down a few plays that I did want to pull the trigger on before the season officially begins. So let's start in the NL, and let's go with the NL West. I want to talk about the San Diego Padres heading into this season. This team, to me, is... I, I don't want to say underlooked, but in terms of the odds, I think they may be a tad bit undervalued. I completely understand how tough the division is. I get that they fell completely short of expectations that they set for themselves going into last year, and they had a terrible second half of the season. And I also understand that Fernando Tatis is going to not be back until June. I realize all of those things that have and are happening for this Padres team. But to see them as high as 18-1 to 1 to win the World Series, I think that's too, too good to pass up on. i got to take a 
a flyer on that at least. Now, there is the possibility throughout the course of this season that you may get better odds in them if they struggle out of the gate because their pitching continues to struggle and, you know, they're missing the offense of Tatis. Those things could absolutely come to fruition. But then there's also the possibility that, well, maybe they do end up being pretty successful to begin the year. And then these odds makers and all these betters are thinking, well, if they're already doing pretty decent without Tatis. When he comes back, they're going to be doing that much better. So then if that could be the case that comes to fruition, you will, of course, have shorter odds on this Padres team. But let me tell you what they did in the offseason. I mean, you know, they added a few little pieces here and there, but the big names are they brought on Sean Manaya, the lefty out of Oakland. The Athletics just really dishing off everybody. So they bring on Manaya. They also bring on Luke Voigt to play first baseman. Uh, or he can obviously DH as well, but they bring him from the Yankees. So a couple notable additions for the Padres, looking at those two top guys. Now their starting rotation still consists of a lot of lethal pitching. Hugh Darvish, Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove, and of course Sean Manaya, Mike Levenger coming back from the injury, and Chris Paddock you still got on the squad. And then the bullpen's not too shabby, but you got a really deep rotation here with this Padres team if they can stay healthy and they can play like the pitchers they brought them on to be. Now, Joe Musgrove was a pleasant surprise to say the least. Maybe not a surprise, but he was really the top pitcher out of these guys because you Darvish obviously kind of took a hit and Blake Snell was just incredibly volatile with this Padres team. So if they can figure that out, if they can get Clevenger to come back after his injury and his surgery and be like the pitcher he was with Cleveland, this rotation could be the filthiest in the NL, and of course, all of baseball. They have the depth and talent to do so. They just actually have to produce it on the field. Now, the bad news for the Padres, things that, of course, could hinder them is naturally the Tatis injury, him not coming back till about June, and just the fact that you're stuck in a brutal division. The NOS is going to be a bloodbath per usual, as we've seen these past few seasons. Now, the big question mark to me is what performance do you get out of the San Francisco Giants? We know what to expect out of the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're going to be at the top of the list of everybody's favorite team to bet. That's understood. But the Giants, I think, well, it, it's kind of inevitable that they're not going to match what they did last season. It would just be insane if they did to replicate it in baseball is hard enough. But especially after it was a real shocker that you did that in the first place last season. Now I get that they've acquired more pitching, but you're losing a little bit of offense on that team. And who knows if the magic will continue to loom for the Giants. The rest of the division should be a little bit tougher, so I completely get it. But again, I just think seeing 18 to 1, I don't envision that number being there constantly with the San Diego Padres team as we get through the midway point of the season, as we get closer to the postseason. And I'm assuming they make the playoffs, and if they do, I'm going to be feeling pretty good sitting on an 18-1 to ticket. So because of the value and because of the raw talent that they have on the squad and what they're capable of doing, I think it's worth a little bit of a flyer taking the Padres 18-1 to to win the World Series. So that's the first futures bet that I did pull the trigger on. Moving on, but sticking in the NL, a team that has really been going back and forth in my mind whether I should get involved or not, but I did end up making a play on them, is the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, the Phillies have been a very inconsistent squad for quite some time, but they've been bringing on a lot more pieces offensively. And last season, they really weren't too bad. They ended up 82-80. and 80. Bryce Harper obviously winning NL MVP. He had a really strong season. Their win total this year for the Phillies is 85 and a half at Bet Rivers, right around there. So a little bit of juice on the over, about minus 115. But the Phillies did some good things in this offseason. They bring on Kyle Schwarber, one of my favorite players, a huge hitter who can thrive in their ballpark. And then another fan favorite here in Chicago for his brief stint, Nick Castellanos. Nick Cassianos is a lethal hitter, and he can do enough uh, defensively in the field. But the thing is, with Schwarber and Cassianos, you don't always have to be playing them in the outfield because now that you have the DH available, that's going to open up the opportunities for a lot more ways to really just thrive in the NL and hitting-wise. So I, I think this season's going to show up pretty good for this Philly squad, and I got a lot of faith in them. And in NL East, that I don't really think is going to be that good. Now, you lose Freddie Freeman... All right, so be it. You're going to replace him with uh, Matt Olson. And, and look, that's obviously pretty solid for a replacement as good as you could get at this point. 
uh, for this Braves team. But at the end of the day, I think you're going to see a slight regression for this Atlanta squad. As for the Mets, yeah, you bring on Scherzer, but you have some injuries with the remainder of your pitching staff, and it's still the Mets, right? The Mets are the Mets. I think the Marlins are going to be a fine squad, incrementally, minimally approving, as we've seen year after year, because they got solid young pieces and a fairly good pitching staff. And then the Nationals, I'm not really expecting too much out of them. So I honestly think that the Phillies are arguably just as talented as a team like Atlanta, if not more so. Now, the pitching staff, you give the advantage to New York, but still the Phillies got Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Zach Eflin, uh, Ranger Suarez, and then Kyle Gibson. Now, a lot of those guys, meaning about Nola, Eflin, Gibson, you know, they're not really killers out there on the mound, but they can give you good starts every now and then, and Suarez could potentially be a really top guy for this squad, and we know what Wheeler is capable of. So again, we talk about consistency, where the Phillies need it is in their starting rotation. Bullpen, you got Knievel, and you've got... Uh, Brad Hand, who, well, he's all right. He has his moments. But the point being is he's still got a lot of offensive talent, ranging from Schwarber, Castellanos, Bryce Harper, Real Muto, Hoskins, Segura. This team has a lot of hitters, and I think that's enough to have them be a viable candidate, maybe not for their win total, and maybe not even to win the division at plus 350, even though I don't think it's a bad look. But the angle I'm approaching with the Phillies here is their odds to make the playoffs. So remember, the postseason has been expanded to six teams. I like the Phillies to make the playoffs. Minus 120 on the yes is the best price that I saw. And that's what I'm going to lay. Minus a buck 20 for the Philadelphia Phillies to make the playoffs for the first time in quite some time. So I think it's going to be a good year down there in Philly. Our guy Ryan Rothstein is going to be happy about that. But I do have faith in this Philly squad, and I think we see them make the postseason. That's the second bet that I am making. The third and final preseason MLB Futures bet that I'm riding with. We've talked about this team a couple times. The Oakland Athletics dishing out pretty much everybody. Embracing the full-on tank in Oakland. Their win total, the highest number I saw available in the state of Illinois with 69.5 over even money, under minus buck 35. Now, of course, last year, they were 86 and 76, really solid squad, but you had departures with a lot of big names. You had Sean Manaya go to the Padres, Matt Chapman go to the Blue Jays, Matt Olson go to the Braves, and Chris Bassett go to the Mets. And there's some interesting things, too, that I kind of found when just looking back in recent history, when you're looking at the bottom teams in each respective division. And what I found is that every bottom team in the division last year, except for the Twins... They got 73 wins. They had stayed under this win total of 69 and a half. Now in 2019, we're skipping over 2020 because of the COVID year. Only one bottom team in the division went over this, being the Padres, who barely got over it with 70. And then if you look at 2018, every bottom team in the division did stay under this win total of 69 and a half. And I'm saying this because naturally my prediction is that the A's finish at the bottom of their respective division. The Rangers have a higher win total. I think they have a better year, but the A's, I think, are just going to be an absolute dumpster fire this season. Maybe they'll have some highlights here or there, but I'm taking them under 69 and a half wins at minus 135. So A's under 69 and a half wins. We're going with the Phillies to make the postseason at minus 120 and the Padres to win the World Series at 18 to 1. So a lot of good baseball action to look forward to. And we've got plenty of Masters bets to look forward to here on the show. Dan Leach helping us out next. And of course, we will also talk with Russ Reynolds. So stick around. Much more golf and other sports coming your way right here on Rush Hour. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available and you'll get set up multiple episodes a week great local sports betting content and a man who delivers plenty of sports betting content joining us now here on rush hour and he just so happens to be host of one of the city cast being the detroit city cast it's one of our most energetic and exciting guests dan leach at dan leach 971 where you can follow him on twitter he's finally back home and not in sin city getting a little bit of a break from being all over the place he's he's hammered down now focusing in on the masters and i'll get all of your plays in just a second, Dan, but since you are the host of the Detroit City Cats and you got your ear to the grindstone on all things Motor City, baby, we got to ask you about the Pistons and the Red Wings tonight. Any action that you took with this Detroit matchup against Dallas, your Pistons catching eight in the hook, total at 218 and a half. I mean, look, Kate Cunningham and this squad has still been fighting to the very end. Would you consider taking the points with them? Well, there's a couple of things. Good to see you, Danny, baby. Uh, I, by the way, I guess we'll sleep in May or sleep when we're dead. So I, I'm, I'm trying to chill a little <laughs> bit. But yes, I'm back, back from Vegas. It was a great time out there, as it always is. And this turn, that NCAA tournament was nuts. But you know, there, there's a couple of things about the Pistons. One, I, I and I talk about this on my show a lot. And I don't know if you've ever had to deal with this. There are people that are mad the Pistons are winning. Hey, listen, I understand you want them to have the best draft pick possible. They're not going to the playoffs. Don't get mad at a team that has a young Cade Cunningham and Sadiq Bay and all these other players that are trying to make their way in the NBA. Don't get mad for them at them for losing. That's a stupid, you know, it's like the whole tanking theory. It's a stupid philosophy. So that's one thing. But they've covered 18 of 20, Danny. 18 of 20. Just beat the Pacers. They've had some nice wins. They definitely are on the upswing. They get a nice piece, whether it's Paul Grimm or maybe they get Jamari Smith. They're they able to get. Uh, you know, the top pick. Uh, they're going to be a team in the next couple of years that will be a playoff contender and hopefully more. So how can you go against them? I mean, listen, Dallas is clearly an incredibly better team than Detroit is, but Detroit's been playing good at Little Caesars Arena. As I mentioned, they've covered 18 of 20. For a while, they weren't winning many of those games. They've won a couple in recent weeks. But I, I, I'm, not, I'm not going against this squad. I'm taking them tonight, plus the eight and a half. It's a small play for me. And then as far as the wings are concerned, I have them plus a goal and a half against Boston a couple nights ago. I, I have no no opinion on the game tonight. The, the Jets, you know, have been very, very good at home. Wings have not been good on the road lately. Wings have not been good in general lately until they won that game against Boston. I believe they were just two, they were two and six, two, six and one in their last nine. So 
I'm staying away from it, but you're getting a lot of value with the Young Wings team getting plus 235 in the puck line, which I think against Boston didn't need it. They went outright plus one and a half, plus 104 at Brent Rivers. So, you know, anytime you can catch a goal and a half and you're getting positive money and it's not the worst team in hockey, you, you got to think about that. But I'm going to stay away from the Wings. I'm on the Pistons. I think the Pistons lose tonight, but keep it close and, and cover their 19th of 21st games or 19 of 21 games uh, in, in just this day and age of the NBA, Danny. That's kind of crazy. All right, Dan. Well, I know you love your Detroit sports, and we always love getting your takes on them, but I bet you're a little bit more excited for the Masters starting tomorrow, and I know you got plenty of plays to look forward to. And before you kind of get into these plays exactly, I want to just kind of get your background on betting golf or the Masters in general. Is this a tournament you've been betting for quite some time, and what's really your philosophy that you subscribe to when you're looking at different angles or different players to bet for this specific tournament? There's a reason why Rush Hour is award-winning, Danny, because you asked the right questions. And I discuss <laughs> this a lot on the CityCast because I am a huge golf better. I have been for years, and you mentioned, you know, I bet the Masters for a long time. The Masters and the U.S. Open are probably the first things I bet going back to when I was in, like, high school and college back in the 90s. I'm dating myself right now. Uh, but I, I talk a lot about my philosophy in betting golf. And, you know, it's, to me, horse racing and golf are by far the best advantage for the player and the best – you know, value where you can take a small amount of money and win a tremendous amount of money. And even if you miss, you take a top five, top 10, top 20, you still can profit and have a chance to, you know, maybe get a cash out with a guy that's, you know, fighting in the top five in the final round of a major or a golf tournament. So I, I always tell the people that it's, it's, you gotta obviously get a feel for it. You don't want to try to do too much early on when you haven't bet golf before, but there's such value in betting golf. And I kind of explain how you do that, taking some outrights here, backing them up with top five, top tens there. And the masters to me, Danny, you know, you got a 91, uh, you know, uh, 91 golfer field. A lot of times you're having much bigger fields, 156, et cetera, when you come to other majors and other tournaments. So the odds aren't going to be maybe as big with some of the longer shots as they would be in a bigger field, but you still have some great value because it's such a tough tournament to win. And I'll start off with this. I, I'm not taking John Rahm or Justin Thomas because the favorite to win the Masters has not won since Tiger Woods won it in 2005. So those are throwaways for me. And by the way, Thomas has been playing pretty well, but Rahm has not been at the form. You know, he's deserving of the of the you know overall favoritism, but not really at the form that uh, you know he's been looked you know looked at for the last couple of years. So I'm staying away from them. And to me. You know, the first guy I'm taking is Brooks Kepka. I got him at 20 to 1. I know he's at 18 to 1 right now at Bat Rivers. This is a guy that, yeah, he's had some injury concerns, but you know, whenever these majors come up, he's laser focused. He finds a way to get it done. He went on that. I think he won at one point, it was three or four majors or three or five majors uh, over a couple year period when he just wasn't playing great necessarily in other tournaments, but found a way like Tiger Woods used to, to get the job done in the majors. So I love Brooks Kepka, and I'm going to back him up with the top five as well. And then last year, Danny, I had Zalatoris. Uh, I think I laid 50 bucks at around 101, almost went 5,000. Of course, he lost out by a stroke on Matsuyama. It's very interesting. I was in Vegas during uh, this time at the wind pool, deciding if I was going to cash out the bet or not for like the 1,300 they were offering me. I, I didn't. Just probably a mistake that there was that two-shot swing that kind of screwed me. But I love Zalatoris. He might not be in the best form right now, but he's one of the best ball strikers in the world, and that's what you know makes your hay at Augusta. Right now, he's a 28 to one. I got him closer to 40 to one, uh, and it's 28 to one at Bet Rivers right now. So I love Zalatoris backing him up with the top uh, five as well. And then I think there's some great value. I know that it's not the form that we want from Tony Finau. He's going to win a Masters in his career. He's 45 to one right now at Bet Rivers. I just love the ability of Tony Finau's game to translate no matter how his recent course form has been at Augusta and getting 45 to one, actually got him at 50 to one is tremendous, tremendous value. Then down the trough, as I've mentioned to people, when you're betting golf, you want to look for guys 50 to 100 to one. You don't have to make a full unit play on them if you want. But Siwoo Kim to me, his game fits Augusta. He's 90 to one right now. He's 14 to one for a top five. He's plus 650 for a top 10 and plus 240 for a top 20. So I spread it across the board with my man Siwoo Kim, who's of course won on the tour before. And uh, I just, I, it's such a great time to be a golf fan. I love this tournament, Danny. I've had five outrights so far this year. I want to make it six, but of course I'm going to hedge a little. And that's what I've explained to people that if you're going to take outrights, the one and done guys, you also can find a way to make some money and make a profit if they don't win the tournament outright by taking top fives, top tens, and top 20s. And that's always smart. It's got to spread your way around, especially in a major to big tournament like this.
Absolutely. That's kind of the same way I approach it as well. I've got probably like five or six outrights and then spread a few of them in those top 20, top 10 ranges as well. Because you're right. I mean, you're going to be bummed if they make it close but don't end up coming through. But if you have the right. top 10, top 20, you can at least get a decent cash out with that as well. Well, I'll give you a really quick. I'll give you. Oh yeah, go just really quick. I was going to give you an example. Brian Harmon, about five and a half weeks ago, I had him at like 101 with a tournament. He was seven plus 750 for a top 10, and I ended up making a, a pretty decent profit on that as well. Beautiful. Well, Dan, I know you also had a couple of these bets that I wanted to ask you about. We got about 90 seconds left, but tell us about your Bryson DeChambeau to miss the cut and Tiger Woods to miss the cut. Yeah, I, I, you know I like to fade the public when it makes sense, Danny. And DeChambeau, obviously, with some injury concerns. I just don't like DeChambeau, not, not personally. I just don't like him as a player because you can't just try to drive par fours and win in big tournaments all the time. He's going to win some here and there. He's definitely a great player. But with the injury concerns, I think getting plus 140 for him to miss the cut is tremendous value. And listen, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is one of the greatest athletes, obviously easily one of the greatest golfers of all time, what he's done for the game, all the different things. It's so great to see him come back at, you know, just like a year and a half or so removed from that, that crazy and, and terrible car accident. But he, he's not going to have a good tournament. I, I'm going to fade Tiger Woods. Yes, he's still one of the best players ever. But to ask him, he just started walking golf courses again a few weeks ago. And he did nine holes one day and the nine holes another day. You know, yeah, you're laying a little at minus 134 because it's, it's, he's the favorite to miss the cut. But not only is he not winning the tournament, I think Tiger Woods misses the cut. So I'm laying that buck 34 on uh, LT Gray to miss the cut. By the way, as I wanted to mention again, I do have Corey Connors uh, plus 650 to finish in the top five. And also an outright on Corey Connors. And then Max Homa and Luke List as well, both top 10 and top 20. So I've got a big card, a lot of, a lot of action for me come Masters time, Danny. Love it. At Dan Leach 971, where you can follow him on Twitter. I'm sure he'll be live tweeting through the whole tournament, sweating out all of his action. Dan, thank you for delivering all those plays and insight, my man. Best of luck. We look forward to catching up soon. Gary, the dream is alive. Always a pleasure and honor, my friend. You got it. And hey, by the way, if you want some other Masters expertise, make sure you check it out right now at Beeson.com, ladies and gentlemen, because we've also got best bets from the host of the Long Shots podcast, Brady Cannon, Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds, and special guest Scott Van Pelt. That's right. You can get all of that and more right now at Beeson.com slash spring. And speaking of Wes, he's joining us next. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You want more Masters Insight? Well, make sure you check out Beeson's Long Shots podcast today before the tournament starts because Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, and Matt Humans have a breakdown of every single golfer in the field, plus futures bets and matchups. So download the Long Shots podcast right now at Beeson.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts available. While you're there, make sure you catch up on every other Beeson show as well, but you can get a hold of that once again at BSIN.com slash podcasts. And speaking of the one and only Wes Reynolds, we are fortunate enough to welcome him on the show. That is Rush Hour on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. I, of course, am Danny Burke live here in the Windy City, but we take it out to Sin City, where co-host of the Long Shots podcast, Wes Reynolds, joins us now at Wes Reynolds One, where you can follow him on Twitter. Wes, I know you've been a very busy man doing tons of college basketball. You're kind of amping up for the baseball season and naturally the Masters. So thank you for sparing some of your time. So so we won't really uh, beat around the bush. Let's get right into it with some of your plays. You're outright winners. I know you've got more than a handful. So why don't you talk about some of your top guys who you may or may not have the most conviction in heading in to Augusta this week? Yeah, Danny, good to be with you. Thanks for having me on the show. And look, with the Masters, it's such a unique market because it is a smaller field. We only have 91 players. Most tour events and most major championships going to be about 150 type players unless it's like an invitational. But smallest field of the year, really, in terms of a major. And because these prices come out as early as like October, November, and pretty much every shop around the country is going to have them up at least bare minimum by January, a lot of this is just grabbing prices when you can. So inevitably, when you're grabbing these good numbers, you get end up with more than you want probably on your outright card. So 
that's uh, not uh, different for me necessarily this year. So in terms of the smaller guys, Justin Thomas, smaller prices, I mean, Justin Thomas, 14 to one. Look, hadn't been too far from winning, hasn't won yet this year, but six finishes of eighth or better in the last nine events, led the field in strokes gained T to green in a third place effort at the Bows Bar a couple weeks ago. And if you go over the last 24 rounds, and usually when I do like stat modeling, I either go last 24 rounds, last 36. If you want a longer sample size, you can go last 50. Last 24, JT, number one in the field for total strokes gain, second in strokes gain T to green. The ball striking is coming back. Now, it's going to have to be the putting that's kind of can be a little shaky for JT, but he's got an extra weapon now. He's got Jim Bones McKay, who, if you know that name, you should. He was with Phil Mickelson for about 25 years. Most of Phil's wins and his great career were with Bones on the bag. So I think that's a little ace in the hole for JT and uh, might be looking at your next Masters champion, although he's very popular this week. When Roy McElroy got to 20 to 1, I have like a 20 to 1 threshold, Danny, for great players. And McElroy, I think, certainly qualifies there. Now, this is his eighth time that he is chasing that career grand slam. Last major he won was 2014 at the PGA down in Louisville at Valhalla Golf Club. And he's been chasing, chasing, you know, do I play a lot leading into the Masters? Do I not play a lot and, you know, become well rested? And I think. You know, he's finally perhaps figured it out. Tiger Woods obviously being in the field this week with Tiger being, you know, the A story, the B story, the C story, and the D story. Everything's about Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. I think that that helps Rory McIlroy. Maybe it's like, okay, leave me alone a little bit. I'm off the radar. Everybody's focused on Tiger. So Rory trying to be that sixth guy to uh, win the career Grand Slam. And I don't think he's too far from winning. I still think he's been very good, just not to his standards. And then the other kind of chalky guy I was looking at, Patrick Cantlay, now 25 to 1. Patty Ice, as they call him, fifth in the world in the world golf rankings. Player of the year, won the uh, FedEx Cup has won several times uh, in recent years. You're waiting for him in a major, though. He has not yet really gotten there in a major. Arguably one of the best players out there not to win a major. Strokes gain total over the last 36 rounds. Patrick Cantlay is number one in this field. Number two, if you go the last 50 rounds. The overall game is there, I think, to win the green jacket. But I think because he hasn't like gone off the boil here and won recently, at least within the last few months, he's kind of getting ignored. So I like Patrick Cantlay now that he's drifted up to 25 to 1. Now, Wes, another player that I know you have on this list, a little bit of a longer shot at 60-1 to 1 is Tony Finau. And we were just discussing this guy with uh, Dan Leach last segment. And obviously, Tony has had a lot of success at Augusta. And then Tiger came through and snatched the jacket from him. But uh, talk a little bit further about Finau. Is this more so you think he could play exceptionally well here again? Or you see this price where you got it at about 60-1 to 1 or so, and you're like, man, that's kind of hard to pass up on. Yeah, it's kind of part and parcel both, Danny, and I actually got him in the mid-70s, but he's about 60 wow. market-wide. So, look, uh, a lot of it is market. Like, some of the time when I'm doing golf futures on a week-to-week -week basis, a lot of it is recent form, or a lot of it is because they pop on certain stats or whatnot. But Finau is a guy that really is a market play for me, because if you look at recent form for Tony Finau, it has not been very good. He has not really been good to start 2022. Best finish was T19 in the season opener. But that field, by the way, only had 38 players. So you're kind of like, well, he hasn't really been close as a blade. And on the stats, he hasn't looked very good. But when you look at the past experience at Augusta, top 10 or better here, three of the last four years. Remember, he had that winless monkey where he didn't well, you know, win for about five years finally won at the Northern Trust last August. So that finally got him off his back. But I just had to take a number here with Tony Finau because this is double the price to where he was last year at Augusta. People were taking him in the low 30s and as low as like 28 to 1, 30 to 1. Now you're getting him at least at the bare minimum at the double the price here. And that's kind of what I think you have to do when you're betting futures. A lot of times you try to buy on the dip and obviously the stock has gotten low on Tony Finau where you don't necessarily want to buy at a 52-week high. But I feel like you're buying him at a 52-week low right here. And I think that he can play well, even though not a lot is expected from him this week.
All right, Wes, we could go over all your other outrights, but I'm more intrigued by some of these props that you've selected being top South African, top Asian, top Englishman, top amateur, and so on and so forth. So go into that a little bit with some of these more unique props that people can get involved with. Yeah, and you get a lot of the nationality props, Danny, in terms of the majors. That's one of the things I like about it. So if you don't want to do outrights or you don't want to do matchups, you could certainly do this. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood is a guy that I think is starting to show a little bit. He's got three straight top 20s leading in here in Florida. This was kind of the guy that was destined for stardom about two or three years ago and hasn't won since. But all of a sudden, you see him picking it up and at least showing some consistency. He's had some good moments here in the past at the Masters. So I thought when you looked at the English market, and of course that's going to include your Justin Roses and your Lee Westwoods and all those guys. Some of those guys not particularly in great form, these Englishmen coming in. So keep in mind, by the way, this is Englishmen and not Great Britain and Ireland. So that doesn't include Rory McIlroy and Shane Lowry, who were two guys I bet on the outright. So I looked at him and then I also played Siwoo Kim for top Asian. Kadeki Matsuyama, the defending Masters champion, he did have to pull out of the Valero down in San Antonio last week with a bad neck issue. He's been dealing with some back problems as well. So I thought I could take Matsuyama and all on and also take Sun M, who would be one of the co-favorites in that market because Sun M hasn't been on the form that he was coming in last year. So Siwoo Kim at about 10 to 3, so about $3 plus 333 is somewhere where you can look there. And then uh uh, top debutante. By the way, we got 16 debutantes here in the Masters field this year. So everybody's obviously gravitating toward Sam Burns because he's now won three times in the last calendar year. But I went with Harold Varner third at 9-1. to one. One actually has never won on the PGA Tour, but did win this calendar year. Won that Saudi International where he made a 92-foot eagle putt to uh, better Bubba Watson on the final hole over there in Saudi Arabia. Varner's always a really good ball striker, and that's what you got to be here, I think, for success at Augusta, Danny. you got to be really good, hit a lot of greens in regulation, get gain on approach, and Varner is always near the top in terms of doing that. The problem with Harold Varner is he does not always make putts, and he's not limited in terms of uh, that affliction, if you will, in his game, but... The greens this week are super fast at Augusta. They always are. They're bent grass greens, 13 to 14 feet on the stint meter. So when the greens are faster, I tend to think that that's more of an equalizer for guys because these are faster greens than they put on on a week-to-week -week basis. I don't care whether they're American players or international players. So Harold Varner, I think the putting deficiency might not be as pronounced this week. Awesome, man. Wes, I really appreciate it. Love all the insight and analysis as we get closer and closer to start time tomorrow. I know you're busy like we were saying. So, again, thank you for making some time and best luck with all your action for this tournament. You bet, Danny. Anytime. You got it. Wes Reynolds, folks, make sure you follow him on Twitter at Wes Reynolds one. And like we said, catch the long shots episode. Scott Van Pelt is featured on the show. Not only do you get more info from Wes, you get it from Brady Cannon, from Matt humans, and they go over every single golfer, all the matchups, all the other profits you can make and naturally outright winners. Well, coming up next, we've got Danny's time. So I'll give you my golf plays and I've got one tonight in basketball and one in the NHL stick with us, I'll let you know what that is next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Golf season is here, and Bet River Sportsbook is your home for hundreds of golf betting opportunities. Hit a hole in one this week with new specials on Bet River Sportsbook. All week long, you can place free tournament wagers to win money toward free bets when your favorite golfer has a birdie, eagle, or better. So download the Bet River Sportsbook app or simply visit betrivers.com to take part in the biggest week of golf all year. Terms and conditions apply. Visit betrivers.com for more details. All righty, final segment on this Wednesday evening. Thank you for being with us on Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host, at Danny Burke Fiverr. You can follow me on Twitter. We have talked plenty of Masters on the show, and I'll give you my Masters plays momentarily, but I do want to focus on some of the action we are rolling with tonight. Two plays for Danny's dime, so let's dial it up and get to it with a play in hockey and with a play in the NBA for this evening, and then we'll talk some Masters and recap the Major League Baseball features I discussed at the beginning of the show, but we start in hockey. Let's talk VGK and the Vancouver Canucks. Now, typically, I really wouldn't circle out a game such as this. It's not the deepest slate, though, so I had to pick one that stood out among the others, and this is really the one that made the top of the slate. Now, Vegas is as high as minus 186 to minus 190. It's some books here in Illinois, and minus 186 currently what I'm seeing at Bet Rivers, whereas Vancouver is plus 160. Total for this game set at about six. It's been moving, 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 moving toward VGK all day long. And when I actually got involved in this game, I got VGK at about minus 165. We always say make sure you're checking out VEASAN.com where you can get the best bets log page of all the show hosts and guests because I log them in right when I play them. And when I did, VGK was about minus 165. Now, if you don't want to play that high of a price, you could, of course, do the puck line with VGK plus 138 or the win in regulation. I would err more toward the win in regulation than I would with the puck line. Or you could do... You know, obviously a bet to risk, not bet to win mentality with the minus 186. But nevertheless, the point being why I like VGK here is because this team is finally getting on a hot streak. I've been fading them a lot this year, and it's worked out pretty well. But now I'm trusting them in this spot. VGK's on this five-game winning streak, and conversely, the Canucks come in on a three-game losing streak, and they just faced off against each other on Sunday. The Golden Knights came back from a 2-0 deficit in the third Tied it up, one in OT, so they got a little bit of momentum coming into this game with a couple days off in between. Now, in that matchup, Robin Leonard, Thatcher Demko were tending the pipes, and it seems like it's going to be the exact same matchup, but we'll get to that in a second. Let me also tell you what's happened in this series, though, because uh, BGK not only beat them on Sunday, but they also defeated the Canucks 7-4 earlier this year. They also have two more matchups, including tonight against the Canucks. So familiarity coming through toward the latter half of this season. Also, what's important to know, playoff positioning, right? We know VGK was at the top. Now they've fallen down. So they're a point behind Dallas for their respective wild card position. The Canucks are nine points behind. So it's more than desperation mode for them. But of course, this game means a lot to VGK as well. Now looking into the goalie matchups, Thatcher Demko this season is 28-20-6. and 
2.7 goals against average, 91.68 percentage overall in just one shutout this year. On the road, he's 15-9-3, 2.86 goals against average, and about 91% with his save. So a little bit worse on the road, but not too too much of a discrepancy. But where this could be alarming to trust him is how he's fared against VGK. He's 0-2, one of them being an overtime loss. His goals against average comes out to 4.92 against the Golden Knights. On 69 shot attempts, he has saved 59 of them, so he's allowed 10 goals. Save percentage coming out to 85.5%. Not too great for Demko. As for Robin Leonard, yes, he's been a streaky goalie, but overall not terrible. 22-15-1, 2.75 goals against average, 91% with his saves, and one shutout. At home, he's 12-8-1. About 91% with his saves. He's been actually a little bit better on the road, but again, they've been a really wonky team, and he's been a volatile goalie himself. But versus Vancouver is where he has shown consistency. 2-0, six goals allowed throughout those two games. 2.96 goals against average out of 71 shot attempts. He has saved 65 of them, equating to a 91.5% save percentage against the Canucks. Look, they just beat him. They came back from that 2-0 deficit. That's bad for the morale of Vancouver, even though they're desperate. So is VGK to get a good position to head into the postseason. I know they've had their struggles, their injuries, their inconsistencies. But if they can get finally on the right path, which it's looking like right now, then they still could be set up for a decent outlook for this postseason. But we're focused on tonight, and I do believe they have the advantage. The market's moving their way. I got involved in VGK minus 165. Again, it's gotten really steep, so make sure you shop. And if not, if it's too steep, maybe wait in-game or, of course, entertain the win in regulation or puck line with the Golden Knights. But that's what I got in hockey tonight. Let's flip it over to the hardwood talk, some NBA, where I got one play in that Bulls and Celtics game tonight. Hey, we told you they stood no chance last night against Milwaukee, and yeah, it wasn't even close. And tonight, looks like Zach Levine will be playing. He was absent last evening, but he will be implemented against the Celtics tonight. And I'm actually looking at his points prop, 22 and a half. If it was 23 and a half, I wouldn't be as intrigued. And you may think, hey, well, what does a point difference make? But it does make a pretty big difference when he's averaging right around there. 25 points per game this season, and in 65 games, he has gone over 22 and a half in 44 out of 65 games, hitting at a 68% clip. And in the month of March, heading into April, he has played 15 games, and he has scored 23 or more points in 10 out of 15 games. Now, remember, the Bulls are on the second leg of a back-to-back, -back, but Levine got rest last night. He did go up against Boston once this season, went 9-20 from the floor, Poor shooting effort from deep, one of eight from three, but still locked down 26 points, seven to seven from the charity stripe. Look, DeRozan could be weary coming into this matchup. You're missing Alex Caruso. They've got scoring literally nowhere else. They have their position locked up. They can't go in the playing game, and yeah, they'll be a loser in the first round, but we're focused in on tonight, and if DeRozan maybe takes a little bit of a step back, and I mentioned that playing game thing because Look, they don't have to go completely all out. Maybe they don't stress DeRozan as much, and maybe they do take a little bit of the load off of Levine's back. But in this home game where they still can try to move up above the Raptors, I do think Levine will take more brunt of the work tonight considering he sat out last night and DeRozan dropped another 40-piece. So I like Levine to get some good action and production offensively, and I took Zach Levine over 22.5 points. All right, so that's what we got to look forward to tonight. Now let's move on to Augusta and talk about all the action I am riding for the Masters. Now, uh, just a forewarning, if you're listening to the show, watching the show consistently, you know I'm not an avid golf better, only for the major tournaments. So a lot of this information and how I deciphered who I wanted to bet and how to bet them came from listening to Long Shots, which I implore you to check out at vsan.com slash podcast. Wes Reynolds coming on, giving good info. Dan Leach we just talked to. Listen to guys like Matt Humans, Brady Cannon, Joe Peter, who hopped on a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Great info on this network all around to help you get prepped for this tournament. So again, I give a credit to a lot of those guys and kind of gathered and based off of listening to them, how I wanted to play it. And I'll just pretty much list off some of the guys that I'm rolling with. So for outright winners, I'm going with Dustin Johnson at 18 to one. Now we know he won it in 2020 when it was played in November, set the course record with 20 under overall score of 268. Jeff Parles had a good point the other night. He liked DJ. He thinks he could play well in a little bit of 
rougher weather conditions, which we could be seeing up uh, to the end of this week. So that could pertain well to Dustin Johnson. And again, he's been lethal on this course. So I like the price of 18-1 to on DJ. Another guy, 18-1. to How about Cameron Smith? I know you could have got a lot better value on Smith earlier this year because now it's shorter at 18-1 because he's been on fire to start this season with two wins and four top five finishes in eight starts. And at Augusta, he's been really impressive in four career starts there. He's got three top 10 finishes, including tied for second in 2020, became the only player in the tournament history to shoot all four days in the 60s. And he's a very strong putter, especially at Augusta. So like Cameron Smith, 18-1. Brooks Kapka, everybody seems to be pulling a flyer on Kapka, who's been playing a little bit better as of late. So I took him at 20 to one Daniel Berger at 45 to one now we talk about Joe Pita whose expertise is in the Masters he liked Berger for one of his top 10 guys now Berger's played in the Masters four times making the cut in three out of the four appearances best finish came in 2016 when he finished top 10 uh, he's got two top finishes this year in 2022 and he's finished in the top 20 in the last five out of six tournaments so taking a flyer on Berger at 45 to one Russell Henley at 60 to 1, another guy that Joe Pita uh, talked about. He placed 15th in Augusta in 2018, the last time he was there. And also, we got Cameron Champ is a very long shot at 230 to 1. I know Humans took a huge flyer almost at 600 to 1 at Circa. Couple top 20 finishes Berger plus 135, Henley plus 163 for top 20. And my top 10 finish, Cameron Smith plus 163. I'll tweet it out if you missed it, but best of luck with all your plays. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Rush Hour. Get excited for tomorrow. It's opening day. We'll be here ready for it on Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.